0: I'll tell you this in my brainstorming, I didn't always constantly come back to that as the lowest
1: fruit that's hanging, <laughs> like mm, those fruit dangles. In my defense, yeah.
2: low hanging fruit is some of the hardest fruit to pick.
1: Wait, uh, are you a oh, giraffe? Yeah,
2: no, no, you just got to bend over all day. It's really backbreaking and exhausting. Well, you're assuming uh, n- medium sized trees. I yeah, I don't know.
1: There's a lot oh, of Oh, you think the there.
2: lowest fruit on the tree? I was thinking like, like, uh, uh, like strawberries? Yeah, like in a field. Yeah, strawberries. that's No, the I think the idea fruit. is that
1: it's a, it's a tall tree.
0: This is the closest fruit to you. So I think you need to picture a tree that like a kindergartner
2: would draw. You should which just say, say more clearly what you mean is eye-level fruit.
3: just want to uh, jump in to say it's almost like if you read every like expression you hear in like, like the worst bad faith interpretation you can think of. <laughs> They usually don't make a lot of sense like if just everything you hear you think how can I go about the most pedantic way to understand that oh,
1: man. popular well understood phrase you are playing my song Anthony yeah I just
4: I mean that's an um, awesome
2: idea I hadn't thought of doing that but that sounds yeah. like it would be productive for comedy if I did
4: <laughs> yeah
3: um
2: so thanks for the suggestion
3: but, uh, you know me I just like to throw stuff out there and- <laughs> Anthony, throw have you ever stuff out where?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep season two. Uh, this is episode number nineteen of our second season uh, of four. I assume.
4: I don't know. that's a good guess.
3: Yeah, probably about four seasons that will last, um, and so a movie. About- you got it all scripted out. Yeah. Well, the seasons are gonna get shorter. We're doing that kind of Game of Thrones lost thing. Uh-huh. We'll we do, you know, to. like four hundred episodes the first season, three hundred in the second, and then like six and four in the third and fourth season. <laughs> You know, and,
2: and the last episode of the podcast will just be tying up a lot of
1: stories real fast. Yeah, yeah. turns out Steven was actually the villain, not the hero. Turns out <laughs> everyone liked
0: well, him. But I, I, we laid the groundwork pretty well. Too. <laughs> I've been turning yeah. from, from <laughs> yeah. favorite to dropping <laughs> yeah. into like
3: aggressively annoyed. He's being asked to do the show, so. but guys, seriously, I have a Star Wars gig I need to get to in like three weeks, so we gotta <laughs> wrap
4: this <laughs> fuck up.
3: All right, all right. Oh, I'm I'm and Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. I'm a drink
1: concessions guy, but I oh, have yeah, to get over you're pouring blue
2: milk all day long. Yeah, that,
1: that does I, sound that. fun.
2: All right, yeah. so uh, we are a podcast mostly about movies, uh, and for season two, we're examining uh, a lot of uh, things from our past and whether or not they hold up. Uh, let me introduce you to the panel. Uh, first up in Northern California is Mr. Ezra Fox.
1: As terminate, as terminate. <laughs> You got to laugh for
2: me when you made that your handle on this call, and I give you a second one, sir. I didn't well think deserved. I was gonna
1: get another one. I thought I was gonna get blank stares. I, you're you're very generous, Alex. <laughs> that's so good. Um, uh,
2: and and you know what? I can see why that became an iconic catchphrase of the show because like when he was saying, it, I was like, yeah, good good soundbite you're creating
1: over and over again. Most people don't say that word, and so that's yeah. a good word. If like if you guys if you want a soundbite. Just find a word that people don't say and say it in a way that people don't say it. And then bam, that's a catchphrase.
2: Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, I'm gonna try that for my intro.
3: <laughs> Kerfuffle? Was that it? Kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Well, also, like, I it's a catchphrase that they mean literally, which you don't see a lot. You know, like JJ Walker didn't walk in and go dynamite and then literally throw a <laughs> stick of dynamite
4: <laughs> <laughs> into
1: the That <laughs> we saw. Dynamite. Yeah, that we saw.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did it. I like that they say exterminate and then they fucking exterminate. Yeah. Well,
2: also, I like it in the idea of like the early voice control where they were like, what I really want is I want him to confirm every command at full volume. We'd, like they forgot to program in <laughs> like uh, indoor voices on the Daleks. So they're just screaming all the time exactly what they're doing. So even though if they're like for a war, they're just screaming exterminate over and over and over again.
1: Um, I mean, that's kind of how my Alexa talks to me, so it's not wrong.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's I was
4: kind just of gonna an
1: say, UX.
2: Yeah, I could uh,
3: probably make a Dalek. She started talking to me. She knows, she knows. <laughs> just put Alexa on top of a Roomba, and you're basically halfway there. Oh, you know? man. <laughs>
2: uh, with a, a plunger for its left hand. Yeah. Or its right hand. And a laser and an pointer ass-
3: for its right. Yeah. And then an assault rifle. Yeah, and right. you basically... <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so that voice uh, Who just cracked himself up Is in Southeast Portland. London It's a, a, my good friend Mr. Anthony Lopez
3: Hey It's great to be here Good to talk Talking to you again Talking who? <laughs> <laughs> Something the internet Doesn't have enough of I think people finally Give a doctor who It's shot <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
2: This is uh, the first time I have ever heard of it So it's really helping and <laughs> Until this point I was like I had no idea What this, any of this could mean You, you knew about
1: Dr. Why. Doctor When, Doctor What?
3: When did they make Doctor Who a man? I mean, I just I'm in, yeah. I'm everything here in I read on the internet is about
2: how the Doctor was a woman. Yeah.
3: Yeah, my Doctor Who's a woman. I don't know what this
1: Okay, this Doctor is. Who is mostly a scarf.
3: It's not
2: really yeah. gendered one way or the other. Yeah, 90% scarf. That's a good <laughs> point. Yeah, time traveler fighting a war against genocide and for some reason still has a 14-foot scarf dragging everywhere he goes. Just not prepared for the war he has entered yeah. with that scarf. Put and the y-
0: time ring on the scarf.
4: Whoa. <laughs> interesting
1: (laughs) the scarf would bug out though the scarf's like i i i thought i had to need you to leave (laughs) if i can go back on my own i'm leaving
2: uh yeah his his power i assume power source is the scarf because otherwise he would have taken it off at one point inside i mean it's not that cold inside this dome
1: it's it's tough to carry a scarf that long with your hands i imagine
2: it's like a wedding train, too. Someone needs to be behind him, keeping it from dragging on the ground.
1: Yes. That's, that's, what that's what the two
3: friends are supposed to do. <laughs> that's their Just the, they're scarf companions, that's right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and our very special guest today, uh, a read and weep favorite, <laughs> formerly the good guy, he's at Stephen T. Carter on Twitter. Please welcome back, Mr. Stephen Carter. Hi, Alex. Stephen, this is not your first Doctor Who experience, I assume. Uh, no, it's... T- t- <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen me? I. Uh, <laughs> you do look like you've seen Doctor Who. That is true. Yeah, um, I exude that because um, that's my must. Your heart <laughs> is even bigger on the inside. Is
0: uh,
2: that, is that a Doctor Who close?
0: Joke? Yes, it's very. It's very. Uh, but you almost combine two different jokes at the same time, which is yeah. why you gave me pause. That oh, I was worried that you what's the other one? There. Well, the, the Doctor has
1: two
2: hearts. Oh yeah, as you told me that the other day, he has yeah, two yeah. hearts. Why does yeah. he have two hearts? Why don't you? Yeah. Yeah, fuck, yeah they're, you, they're
1: free. Uh,
2: just, <laughs> I, think, I mean, okay, just because you're not legally allowed to sell them on eBay does not mean they're free.
1: That's what free means. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, just w- can't,
0: I can't believe you'd have a problem with the concept of Time Lords having two hearts. What's wrong with
2: you?
4: Well, I didn't know he was <laughs> it a Time Lord sense. either.
2: I, there's, there's a lot of stuff that was not explained to me in these uh, uh, three hours, so we have so much more to learn. But the two hearts... so. As a, we were talking about this over the weekend. Oh, actually, real quick, real life stuff before we move on. Is I just want to uh, send a shout out to a uh, longtime friend of the show. He's been on uh, a bunch of episodes, including, especially um, the entire run of our Jersey Shore experience. <laughs> uh, Mr. Jace Wow, who got married over the weekend. So congratulations Woo! to Mr. and Mrs. Wow. And uh, I hope they're very happy. Um, so, but we were hanging out at Chase's wedding, and I was talking to you about this as, and you mentioned the two hearts thing, which does not come up in this, in the episodes we watched. Um, how does two hearts affect him at all?
1: Uh, Oh, love. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes people don't realize he's an alien and they're like, whoa, there's too many beats. And he's like, yep, two.
2: Well, so does, okay. So in the show, it does seem like all Creatures on all planets are either paper mache clams or white
3: guys. Is that
1: true? Uh, that's not super wrong.
3: Mm. Well, I mean, there's yeah, a but- lot of planets, you know, it's weird that like the planets he was going to in the 60s. It's just odds, right? If you have millions and millions of planets you're going to have, like, a decade or two where you only hit white planets. Oh, okay. But then in, like, the early Mm -hmm. 2000s, it's weird. He starts to hit these planets that have a lot more diversity. (laughs) And it's just just very random and weird how the galaxy works like that, you know? Like, it's just... <laughs> it is bizarre. Um oh There's the two gotta arcs- be someone who has like a hard canon reason for why like right. minority characters just started showing up in Doctor Who throughout history. Um,
2: uh, Anthony, did you see Victor Frankenstein with me? Because I think you I wanted to say you did. No, I have not. You I haven't see seen
4: that
1: with anyone. Don't
2: Nobody's <laughs> seen it but me, I think. I, this is what I was this
1: is what I, yeah, yeah, I was I was a, a movie I went critic. to box office mojo, it just said Alex under under the box yeah. office tank. <laughs>
2: Which actually is a record among Alex'es, so <laughs> All, like half of those Alex's are Chinese, too. It's like a really big foreign market for me. That's, anyway, I think the that's, point, is that's that a joke we should make now or not?: Yeah, I don't know if it makes sense. I, I, I meant just that a lot of people in China buy movie tickets, so you know, but it sounded weird. you're right. The point okay, is great. there was uh, four years ago, for no reason, Frodo was in a, F- a Frankenstein movie.
1: That uh, is not who that is. Yeah, not who it, it, is? Was, it was Harry Potter, man. Oh,
2: sorry, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's been a
1: while. So and Harry Potter, James McAvoy. Yeah, Harry, yeah, and Harry Potter and 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 Professor X.
3: Harry so Potter and the Beast himself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They made this uh, movie, uh, a remake of Frankenstein that no one asked for, and that's why I'm the only one who saw it, because I was a critic and I had to at the time.
3: No, you're just a big Max Landis fan, right? You just, anything Max Landis puts up
1: I'm on the I'm such a big
2: fan that I have temporarily <laughs> forgotten who that is or why you mentioned he, him.
1: Yeah, well, they're called the Max Max yeah. Landises. He's Max <laughs> Landis, the Max.
2: Maximum Landis. Oh, I'm a, I'm a Landis-saniac. Too, so. <laughs> uh the, the point is Wait, in that movie, movie frankenstein ha- no it's the worst but the in the movie they like can't make frankenstein live until he thinks to put two hearts in him and then mm. you're like man they spent a lot of time talking about this surely this is going to be important later and then later they try to kill him and shoot him in one of his hearts and he doesn't die because he's got two hearts so is that th- this is a long way of saying does anyone ever shoot dr who in one of his hearts
1: not that i've seen but sometimes, like he's just—he survives things that he doesn't survive, like other people wouldn't, because he's just like you know, different. He got more hearts.
2: So, uh, yeah. time lords are just people who look like people but have extra hearts,
1: and you know, time. I think they're like pretty, pretty immortalish. Like they uh, can yeah. like re- they're, regenerate they're and stuff. Yeah. Wait, they're immortal? Yeah. Pretty, pretty immortal.
0: Uh, they have a, a thing they can do when they're about to die. Okay, but yeah, which makes them just like why live
1: again. Yeah, which is uh, why
0: there's so many doctors Because every time he's about to die
3: He becomes a woman She is about to die, yeah, he becomes a woman
2: Yeah (laughs) Okay. Uh, so as you but guys he's also tell... the
3: last one, right? Because there was like a giant time wizard war a long time uh, ago. Isn't that a I, big part I of the I think so, but it
0: got a little they kind of walked that the back a of little bit, 12 yeah. Doctor's okay. run. So, like I think that I think they are the pack, but yeah, I don't know.
3: Yeah. Cuz they're not like immortal in the sense that they can't die. And, for, and the doctor who I've seen, they were always like they were all been killed except
1: for the doctor who's yeah. left. Yeah, it's kind of like like, uh, like the elves, like the Lord of the Rings elves, where it's like they like are live for a kind of forever, but also you can kill them. Huh. Yeah.
0: And they just have a way to cheat death a lot, but yeah. if they don't do it or they don't have enough money or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or hit points, energy
1: points, whatever, mana. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, so you can cast life on them as much time as possible if your whole life party tap, is dead. Life there's nobody there, yeah.
1: Okay,
2: so as you, uh, the listeners have probably deduced already, we are not watching this because I'm a big Whovian. Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, this is my first no, ever experience with No, but you're
3: a big, like, Whoville, like, Who fan, right? <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: like, yeah. yeah. To, to no no that's, that's my girl.
3: <laughs> Father yeah, yeah. Boris all day long, man. Yeah, yeah. So you do, I mean... I know you're always getting confused as a hooviean, but you're more of a a fin, as we like to call you. Yeah, you know? that's
2: that's what I am. So why are we talking about uh, Dr. Who? Well, first of all, we we're talking about classic Dr. Who. We're talking 1970s Dr. Who. Um, specifically we watched season 12, episodes 11 through 16, which is a group story apparently called Genesis of the Daleks. So we wanted we, we chose to watch some uh, um, we wanted to watch Space Nazis. so we did that but here's why we're talking about this so we just got a uh uh sign up on the meat buddy website from carrie from boston uh who wrote in to say not actually she's not actually a new meat buddy she just increased her donation which did you guys know you can do that i didn't boy uh it is possible so you know one person can't be wrong (laughs) Uh, but anyway, uh, so Carrie said back when I started. Uh, oh, actually, in case you want to remember who who Carrie is, back when she started, she got a superpower and was voiced by Tanya, which was very, very awesome. Um, oh, and, and her power was any superpower exactly one time. That was a clever idea. Oh, on that's our a good part. one.
3: That's a really good one. I yeah. like
2: that. Um, so you're like, is this the day I try X-ray vision? And never again? Anyway, that's fun.
1: <laughs> but you can anyway, try, like, X-ray vision and then, like, maybe, like, infrared vision. You know, there's, like, a lot of... You, there's just a lot of visions you can do. Ultraviolet vision. When
2: Superman X-ray visions people, does yeah. he risk giving them cancer?
1: I think he risks giving them cancer anytime he's near them. I don't even know what he meant. Is
2: he, is he known by the state of California to cause cancer?
1: Oh, he definitely has like a like a Prop 65 label on Superman. Absolutely. Oh,
2: for sure. Um, I have Coast like
1: Spain. a
0: Batman v. Superman Chernobyl fan fiction thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> I I love it. Anyway,
2: I so Carrie uh, said, uh, pointed out also, back in the day when she first became a Meat Buddy, she suggested classic Doctor Who in our topic suggestion thing for uh, Meat Buddies. Our meat, meatburg voting system, and it has received more votes than anything else. And yet, we had not acted on it. And, uh, she, uh, really wanted to know why that had happened. And the main reason is not that we were afraid of Doctor Who fan rage. The main reason is I did not realize this was the top vote getter. And so now that she called that to our attention by the power of meat buddyhood increasing your membership, boom, it's happening. So we were watching classic Doctor Who. Um, so, thank you, Carrie, and all of our meat buddies who have voted or and continue to vote and continue continue to support the show. So How did so you know if, it wasn't
0: the top? Did you think that someone was asking for a doctor? <laughs> like, <laughs> these people all need help. <laughs> if you have a life-threatening injury, please don't go to the reading. Yeah, we, I, should, we should voting. put a thing like,
2: if this is a real emergency, dial 911.
3: I think what Alex is saying here, it's like if you were at the top of a reservation list at a restaurant... Now, you can be at the top, but if you slide a little bit of money in the (laughs) matrix's hand, you know, you up, you re up your donation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Maybe we'll notice what's at the top of the list. Uh, I think that's what Alex.
2: Such a good reading. Thank you. Brilliant. I agree. 100%. (laughs) That's what happened. Um, No, it's because, I mean, it's because I hadn't checked in a little while and because everybody, or most of our topics from there were from. Uh, themes and this was in the general section so i hadn't checked the top of general in a while but uh um and in fact right now we haven't we hadn't been doing as much from the voting booth but all summer long we're going to be doing uh uh, our summer of fun and those topics will be uh, largely taken from our meat buddy voting system so if you haven't yet jump in there vote on some summer topics all right anyway so now we're talking about classic dr who so I've told you my experience with Doctor Who, which is that one time or I haven't told you this, but I've hinted at it, which is one time I did a show in a Doctor Who themed bar. Ooh. And that's it. That's all I know about Doctor Who. Um I I've never seen a, a moment of it uh until now. So I'm gonna so basically this episode is gonna be people explaining Doctor Who to me.
3: Well, this explains why you're, every time you see a code board standee, you go, is that Doctor Who? <laughs> is that um, I. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm yeah. A it
2: good sucks time hanging out with him. <laughs> um, I have seen Daleks in places before, and I just assumed they were the good guys because they're so cute. That's how much I knew about <laughs> Doctor Who. Um, turns out, very no.
1: At least and so, so far. A turn yeah. later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of those heel face turns of of the evil robots that happen so often. Actually, wait, that's basically what happened with Terminator 2. I take it back.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. that.
3: Isn't that what happens with any villain who lasts long enough? You know, the T-Rex is like a hero in Jurassic Park now. You know what I mean? Like, That's a good point. That's a great point. Like yeah. if, any, if you keep pitting a villain in a movie, what are you going to do? He's got to become a hero. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, just what else are you going to do with that character? Yeah, oh, it's, it's-
2: Swearingen Season 2. Yeah,
3: it's,
1: yeah. it's, like, uh, it's like Maximus said in uh, Gladiator. You like either die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. Or you are a villain and you live long enough to become a hero.
2: Yeah, is I mean, the timeline you just go from hero to villain oscillating like a sine wave
1: mhm and time is a flat circle and uh yeah like go. a pizza like a pizza like
3: isn't isn't like in Freddy versus Jason Freddy Krueger is like framed as the hero like they even like eventually they'll make anyone a
1: good guy yeah yeah i like this yeah
3: i like it too okay so um
2: speaking of turns um steven Formerly the good guy, now the villain of our show. Uh, tell us about your history with Doctor Who. So I,
0: I really liked. Um, oh, actually, here's what it is. This is going to seem roundabout, but one of my favorite TV shows is uh, a British TV show called The Thick of It, mm. um, and my what like one of the best characters on it is played by Peter Capaldi, and then he was announced to be the new Doctor, like in. 2011 or something like that and that made me be like oh well I should watch that show and then I was like shit fuck there's like 50 seasons of it. you
2: have to go back and watch 50 years of tv now
0: well so then what I did I just started because it was all on Netflix at the time so I started with the the kind of the not a reboot but when it revived in 2005 so I started there and just sort of caught up to be able to watch Peter Capaldi be the doctor and I sort of not super kept up with the last season because um, like I feel like I fulfilled my yeah because the doctor's a woman. Well, that's the thing I can't like really actually talk about it right because people will just accuse me of being um, you know a, a mouth breathing uh, fucking rights control? advocate. But.
1: I mean, you're supposed to breathe out of one place. Like I don't know. Like if you you're like a neck breather, that's weird. The problem
2: is, No, well, I'm
1: just saying like there's worse places to breathe out of. That's all. You know. Yeah, you don't want to be a butt breather. That's terrible. Right? That's worse.
0: Hey, keep going, think... Stephen. Okay, but I'm going to breathe out of my mouth audibly. For the rest of <laughs> I just think that... Uh, no. the, oh, that uh, is bad. I take it back. See? Okay, there you go. I wish it was your no, butt. No, so uh, I, I, I've watched mo- almost in everything that, uh, since 2005 and just little sprinkles of it. Before so that.
2: have you done much of the classic 70s uh, Doctor Who? Uh,
0: I've seen an episode or two here or there. I uh just kind of the i know i'm familiar with the big
2: moments in history i'd say oh okay um Ezra, you knew he had two hearts you've dabbled yeah. what's your doctor who i'm uh, I'm pretty good th- first I'm,
1: I want a self this is a, a self uh it's like i guess new bits of information that no one has to feel bad about uh definitely was not maximus and Gladiator definitely was two face in um
0: uh, i was gonna say yeah. man, I thought you were making a joke that nobody laughed <laughs> no,
1: no, people laugh at my jokes. Uh, some, some. Are you sure? I guess I'm not really sure of anything. Anyway, I just this is the problem when you auto-complete the thing but don't actually like click on the link. Uh anyway, definitely 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 was Aaron Eckhart uh as Two-Face in uh, in, in Dark Knight. Anyway, let's keep moving. Um but yeah, so uh, I'm I'm pretty much I've I've uh I don't know why I picked it up. Uh, I think it was just I think we had like Sarah and I had like finished Buffy and like we were just catching up like a bunch of things that we like were supposed to have already had seen uh, and so we just watched all of, um, yeah, like, basically from the new, like, yeah, I guess that's 2005 um, to current. And we always kind of had the thing where um, it's tough whenever there's a new doctor to sort of, like, feel like they're your doctor uh, for a little while. Yeah. But then you get used to yeah. them after a bit because, like, yeah. But it's a weird, it, totally. it, it takes some time. It takes some time.
2: Oh, I can totally understand that. I tried to watch the the new British Bake Off, and it's just like, mm-hmm. who are it these like people?
1: That. Yeah, yeah. They're Except in my it, tent? Yeah, but except it is like that they are actually, in essence, the same person. And so that's even a, a different. Right,
2: right. It's not like, oh, you are uh, like Mary Berry lives throughout all time. Yeah. And you are the <laughs> up. Like, you are what happened when Mary Berry. Like, yeah, Mary does Berry just regenerates. She, she. She, yeah. yeah. When Mary Berry regenerates, she becomes whoever is on it now.
3: Yeah, Alex, imagine if the final se- final episode of a season of The Great British Bake Off, Mary Berry looked at the camera and was like, but I don't want to go. And then it was like, <laughs> like just light burst emanated light. Yeah. out of her. Oh, and she man. busted out and she was Peter Capaldi.
2: <laughs> this is actually better. Every time a show replaces somebody, they should
4: with have With Peter With
2: yeah,
0: Peter Capaldi. <laughs> every every character should
2: die and be replaced by Peter I missed two the of but Peter Capaldi Capaldi's doing a great job. Yeah. This
1: is actually how I think Padma uh, got the hosting job for Top Chef also, is that that's, that's what happened. Yeah. She exploded okay. out of a
2: beam of light from uh, Billy Joel's wife. And I think- she is a
3: Peter Capaldi character. A lot of people don't yeah, know. She's that. very well. <laughs> kind of a strange choice, but it you know, works um you know what's fucked up is that hollywood guy from the great British break off he gets a choice to regenerate as something different
2: and he keeps and being he paul picks hollywood. the same thing every, yeah, every time, time. he's like i mean that that would be the most paul hollywood move it's like i'm already perfect what are you talking about i'm nailing it every time um so uh good correction good uh, uh, description it seems like you then and, and and Stephen are in a f- fairly similar place on your knowledge yeah. like you messed around in the 70s at all
1: no no I did not go back oh,
2: that's actually then this is actually a more fun assignment because you guys know a lot about the lore but hadn't seen the episodes that's yeah cool. it's kind of fun Anthony have yeah. you attended Doctor Who school I was trying to make a medical school joke and I failed um, have,
3: have you watched Doctor Who before yeah a bit a bit here and there. I think the, you know, the. I think most people, especially our age, who didn't grow up uh, in Britain in the 70s, started with the most recent kind of reboot. That's fair. Yeah. That's definitely the most, sort of the most common experience I've had. Uh, For me, it's my wife really likes Doctor Who and has watched all of it. And I. All of it? All of of it's from the. Yeah, yeah, sorry. The the 05 reboot, yeah. So I have seen a lot of it here and there. It's never yeah. really been for me. It's a little bit too British in some ways. Like <laughs> it's just hmm. <laughs> something about the tone of it just kind of annoys me. Uh Is it just that I'm, he
2: he goes around to other countries and uh sticks his nose in their business and asks for tea?
3: Yeah, I mean that's annoying. Well this just like You mean
0: being a- against
2: genocide?
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a little oddly un British, but uh, it, it uh, but <laughs> well, I mean more of the like, just the weird, super cheap sets that it used to yeah. have, and especially like there's something kind of quaint to the '70s one, uh, and the older ones of that. The 05 ones is like. They were making better TV at this point, you guys. Oh, yeah. uh, Wait, so do they I still agree. use
2: cheap-looking like student no, film now sets it looks in the phenomenal. five one? Oh,
3: okay. Uh, well,
0: but in in two thousand five, yeah, like the first couple years of it, it, the the budget was still really really low, and it, it's it took, it's it took like it's time. almost like you comparatively like for what it has against like what it was airing against like 2005 may be
3: worse than
2: like the 70s and yeah interesting
3: yeah and it's just like now it's become such a phenomenon that it you know it's it's up there with like anything else on sort of major primetime television in terms of effects and like cinematography and stuff and it looks really good now um but yeah i've always had like a passing interest in doctor who Definitely know a little bit about the character, but I would never call myself like a big fan. Yeah. So, this is a really, okay. Th- I'm so glad. So,
2: I am the least expert, but like all of you were actually getting to have a new experience today, which is super fun. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Well, I'm, I'm going to ask you about m- more of your opinions on it and stuff first, but, or in a second. But first, um, so if you haven't watched this, like I said, it's season 12, which Jesus, already season 12. Um, and the story is Genesis of the Daleks. And, uh, um, uh, the doctor has traveled back in time to stop uh, the uh, uh, guy in a wheelchair from creating a race of robot people Nazis that eventually kill everybody. So he's mm-hmm. assigned to go back and stop them. Uh,
3: kind of against it in, in like, uh, so I don't know if uh, the Stephen or Ezra can tell me this, like Q like magical character that shows up in the first scene uh is that something you we've yeah, seen in do Doctor about? Who before I've never seen that a-
1: before but I don't know Stephen
0: No I haven't either my guess is it's just that uh it before the the, the revival the time lords were a little bit more of a um Bureaucracy? A thing so th- th- and they like the doctor always had like a pretty uh art like a contentious relationship with this species and was in trouble with them and
3: shit so yeah it was just so he wasn't choosing
2: to stop the nazis the space nazis he was like tricked into it and then couldn't get or out if he wanted to
3: forced into yeah. kind of like pulled yeah. out of nothing out of what he was doing and just dropped off
4: yeah and this. Okay. So my guess I
2: is
3: that's that's like we, we never see that character actor again oh. and we didn't before that's my guess interesting. but interesting like, well, it, it, it's funny, especially because we were talking to Alex about how, you know, we all have sort of different levels of uh, knowledge of the show, and you having none, like, you know, this isn't the normal framing device for Doctor Who, right? In the sense that normally he has, you know, the famously a phone box, a telephone box oh, yeah, that I've is seen like a that spaceship. telephone
2: box thing? Uh,
3: yeah. yeah, so, like, usually most episodes, those with, like, them receiving a distress signal or stopping just to, like, see a play in, in, like, a Shakespeare play, and then, like, zombies show up or whatever, you know? Um, Wait, what? So, yeah, okay, it's, like, yeah, most so this of the t-
2: My question is, what is the show? <laughs> so, he's a time-traveling, two-hearted doctor. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He and...
3: takes a companion or two at a time, but it's yeah. not, not sexual, it's just friendship. Usually, <laughs> <Okay, laughs> so right? He, he has a plus
2: two in time travel, and none of them are in any way prepared or skilled in any of the things that time travel seems to require. And they're given no briefings on what to do or how to do it when they get there.
1: He's pretty competent where like, he can usually wave like a screwdriver and like things just happen his way generally.
2: It's yeah. It seems like his main plan was just like, wherever we go, (laughs) they always speak English. I'll just talk to him. I'll just like ask for a manager.
1: Okay. So I think the, I mean, maybe this is like the, Hey, everyone explain things to Alex uh, section. Um, I, if I remember, usually like the TARDIS is doing some translation for him, Um it's oh, okay. like they understand it that way. In the new stuff, I don't know how the old stuff works. I know this is good radio.
2: Sure. No, that's great. I'm into it. <laughs> that's a good guess. This is really, so really what this show is going to be is, uh, instead of you guys explaining Doctor Who, you guys guessing things and telling me them.
3: Well, okay. <laughs> this, show, this show uh, is, so is going to destroy
2: kind of- nerds' brains.
3: Now let me let me sum up Dr. Who. I got a real quick summary I think you can hold on to. All right. Uh, imagine the magic school bus, but if Miss Frizzle was like fucking education, you want to see some shit. <laughs> like if if Miss Frizzle was more of the like, "Hey kid, you want to see a dead body?" type of teacher, <laughs> then like we're going to learn how like the nasal cavity works. Yeah. That's what Dr. Who is.
2: He oh man! Kinda, wait. So he's not—he's not always trying to solve a thing or or make a thing better. He's sometimes just going to just to watch.
3: Yeah, just sometimes having fun, and then they'll like stumble onto like a weird murder mystery on a space robot train or something like that. You know, it's yeah. a lot of that kind of shit. Is that really an episode? That yep. is an episode. <laughs> oh goddammit.
2: it! Okay, well I mean, that's going to cause me some trouble later. Um, wait, why? Because you have a. A train in I space that's- definitely I wrote a spec for Rick and Morty where they were saw solve- they were in a
3: murder mystery on a space train. Oh wow, well, yeah. No, that's literally the God plot. Damn of- it. Yeah. You should just watch it and then make it an homage episode. You know, people I love that so. shit. Yeah, you know? That's probably
0: true. Can also, just- I,
3: I sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, it's just change change the vehicle like you know, one up or one down, so either you know, bump it up to a uh, plane or bump it down to bus, you know? Space bus.
4: Oh, well, that's no, yeah, gotta it, uh, be like a space that's greyhound
0: actually, That's a make, good idea.
3: <laughs> this actually really is a good solution. Or well, uh, make it um make it like a space seven forty seven and then have the twist at the ending be that it takes place in the Scientology universe. And it's the <laughs> It's the Space 747 they use. Man, all right. So uh can you guys so we'll get like
2: give me a Steven us, give me a real example of a thing that he might do on an episode like what's your favorite what's well, a that, favorite episode for you and what is like how
1: does how does it go generally? um he got like basically infinite time like infinite lives of himself get trapped inside like a little disc
0: that is also my favorite episode oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes Wait. in
1: fact i have like i actually have a frame
0: still of that <laughs> really <laughs> because i love that one so Wait, much. how really or why
1: does that uh, i mean i feel like spoilers right Okay. Yeah. Too many spoilers. Uh, right. It's an interrogation technique. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, all right.
3: This show is a lot. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the last episode I watched, it was of the new season, and it was uh, they get a package from Space Amazon that has a, a request mm, for yeah, help yeah. in it. So they go to a Space Amazon warehouse. And everybody's, like,
2: like, working too many hours and not getting paid. Yeah, and
3: they kind of get into that, but then it kind of ends with this, like, you know what? Capitalism isn't the problem. It's really just not getting enough breaks is the problem. Whoa, Uh, really? that kind of bummed me out, but (laughs) but it's that kind of stuff. Okay,
2: all right. This is really – okay, so it does explain why, I guess, he didn't have more of a plan for how to solve this because he was just thrown into this and this is not his normal deal. So I guess my second question is, at the end when he fails and the robots kill everybody and get ready to take over the world or the universe, mm. why doesn't he just go back and try again?
1: I feel like there's some time rules that they have, but I never really understood much of them.
0: Well, so I don't think they have really consistent time rules. There's certain times when they can't do something because something has been time locked or some shit. Or yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah sure. there's, like, or, yeah, like, a there's like a safe a at Seven Eleven. And, and they literally hand like one one of the doctors was relatively famous for saying it was like timey wimey bullshit. He didn't say bullshit.
1: Oh but, okay. Um, wibbly wobbly. So like
0: right? Yeah yeah yeah. So Wait, yeah, time is wibbly wobbly.
1: Um, yeah. Time wimey wibbly wobbly. Yeah. yeah. That's great.
0: Yeah. So they literally hand wave it. Like you're not supposed to focus on the science.
2: Man, that is so frustrating. Kerfuffle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really good.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's catching on.
2: Um. though I I also
0: just watched an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where they uh, essentially. Put made a a body for Picard out of nothing, so you know.
2: Yeah, okay. Steven, are not
0: gonna find great Steven signs anywhere. Yeah, new Picard show. Yeah. What are you thinking? I I'm so excited. I watched it like forty times. Uh, the the tr- teaser. I just yeah. can't wait. I could, wait yeah, the, we should have a separate
3: episode about this. The teaser that's just like an ad for his vineyard? Yeah. <laughs> like you're just watching <laughs> over and Picard wines. <laughs> yeah, Picard
4: wines.
0: <laughs> what made you leave Starfleet out? Oh, that's the tackle.
2: <laughs> I don't get this, but I like jokes. <laughs> that was like a genuine laugh. And then I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about. I just can tell the structure of this is fun.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, that's a funny idea.
2: Someone should redub that commercial
0: or redub it as a commercial. Yeah, it's a good idea. It. Get on that. You'll get yeah. a few views. Picard,
2: um. taste the unimaginable. <laughs> 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 so, um, so the main villain in this show. So, okay, so there's, there's a race of people called the Khaled's, which is Dalek backwards. And they're in this like thousand year war against some other people, whatever. Um, it's just a bunch of white guys on every planet. And they, um, uh, they're they're they are very. Uh, it's very important that everyone looks perfect because if you don't look perfect, you're a muto and you get thrown out into the desert. Except for the least perfect looking guy ever.
3: Well, weird, violent puppet man. Yeah,
2: there's a weird, violent puppet man in in a in who who screams and his voice is and he's just everything. He's just he only Wait. has one hand, and um.
3: Uh, he, he looks like if, like, Joseph Goebbels was left out in the sun for too long. Like, kind of, just kind of raisined. Like, I that's what I feel like the designer was told to make. Like, make me a little Nazi man that yes. looks ripe. Yeah, make uh, him entirely
1: out of ball sack. Also, <laughs> wait, can I just add on? I thought his name was Joseph Gerbils for a while. <laughs> it is called, like, Gerbil, isn't it? it you may it. add that on. You may.
2: That's so funny. <laughs> um yeah he does he just looks he looks so terrible and yet all of the people are like yeah of course it's fair for him to want physical perfection from all of us um
3: well he did make like a sweet ass dome what have they ever done that's you true know? yeah so he
2: created the dome that's keeping them from getting mortar shells his name's is devros and also he's in a uh power chair and his chair has um it's the my, this is my favorite thing uh is the control panel on his chair Mm-hmm. He has six switches and three buttons, and we see him use one switch that opens the door to his office, a different switch that summons all of the daleks and one of the buttons insta kills him.
1: <laughs> no, no. Yes. In, in thirty, seconds. 30, in 30 seconds. seconds. In thirty seconds, it, it instantly yeah, turns
2: off his life support, which will kill him in thirty seconds.
1: I don't. That yeah. why is that one of your six butt? Are your three buttons? All right, so I can say a little bit about this. Okay. Uh you know, in 2003, <laughs> I think, uh, I was getting a, a new laptop, you know, for, for school. Uh-huh. And I wanted Bluetooth on it. I didn't have anything that was Bluetooth. I never used it for Bluetooth. But I definitely knew I wanted to have that as opposed to not having it. So I think that's kind of the situation was just like he got up he was a little to fu-
2: future proof his chair.
1: Yeah. So it was like, well, this is a thing that's, that will kill you. But, or I cannot have the switch. It's like, well,. I kind of think I might want the Switch in some situations. I can't can't
2: picture why, but, like, (laughs) I think in the future there might be a good use for turning off my oxygen.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: okay... I mean, I would say, let's... Okay, I think, you know what Occam's razor is? The most obvious, simple answer? Let's yeah, look yeah. at him, his weird-ass little friend who hangs out with him all the time <laughs> and just be like, oh, it's weird sex stuff. He likes <laughs> oh, to
0: have his oxygen yeah, shut yeah. off. That is actually... You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know,
3: it's... it's <laughs> the, guy, the guy who literally is like... He designed his room so his friend would have to open his safe for him. That's yeah. like, that's... They have a weird
1: relationship. I want to (laughs) say... This this will kill me in 30 seconds, but in 29 seconds, it'll give me a dope orgasm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, also, I,
2: I don't think that you're using Occam's razor correctly, but I think you've coined a new razor, Lopez's razor, which like is used to shave your balls?
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> the answer to anything is yeah, yeah. If you, do if you don't know what something does,
2: it's probably yeah. weird sex stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lopez's yeah. razor. Yeah, never attribute just to, to complicated tech things. What could adequately be explained by weird sex stuff? <laughs> that is the Lopez razor. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I this is. is
4: I'm, I'm this important. actually
2: pretty useful. um So he's got this messed up chair, and then. Uh, But his thing is, like, he really wants to just kill everybody. It's not just, like, we are the perfect species and want to get rid of this other species. It's, like, I want to make a new thing that can kill, kill all of my people, all of my friends, all of your friends, everybody who's ever lived on any planet. I just want to kill them all.
3: Well, Alex, did you not stop, before you watch this episode, did you not read his post on the incel forums he goes <laughs> to? Because that's really, like, the missing piece. Because, like, once you understand, he just wants to kill all the Chads and Stacys. Oh,
2: man. He's pretty his, mad like, about the,
3: the woman Doctor Who. Yes.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> because the time travel, he knew that was going to happen later, and he's very upset.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there. he did have a feel, he had a bit of a Reddit feel to him, for sure.
1: Oh, well, so, I mean, fun, fun fact, fun fact. Uh, someone left the table instantly, uh, at the wedding when Alex <laughs> mentioned Reddit.
2: This is so good. What? We were talking to yeah. some people we didn't know very well. Uh, and I asked Ezra if he spent any time on Reddit and this woman at the table just goes, that's, that's it, my and gets video. up and left. It was so good. It wasn't a bad call. <laughs> no, yeah. it's totally right. Uh, they must so have
0: made so many assumptions about you in that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, and all I wanted to talk to Ez about is about the best subreddit. Uh, children falling down, which is just gifts. Is of- that the one where
0: they try to find the Boston
2: bomber? No, that <laughs> one is not. Hey. <laughs> There's a lot of things in- on Reddit that are questionable, but I like baby elephant gifts and I like children falling over.
3: Yeah, and if only there was any other place to get that kind of stuff, <laughs> except for this one says full. It's almost word for word what Ezra this, said to me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Do
2: you think you could get that somewhere else that isn't also full of neo-Nazis? And that's a fair question. I don't know, but if there was, if someone could show me an easily browsable baby elephant and kids falling down app,
1: I would probably use that. Here's what it is. You go to Bing.com, you search Babies falling down. <laughs> no, gif. but I need
2: new ones every day. Uh, I need to just click on it and have them all auto populate. I like. I know there's bad stuff on it, but like, there's some really good things on Reddit.
3: Alex, that lady was so right. To get I know. <laughs> I, I, I feel this people. I feel
2: I- people turning off the podcast the same way. I feel <laughs> it like people are getting up and walking away from the show right now as I'm talking about this. I don't know. But.
3: Can can I change subjects, speaking of Nazis? Yeah, you can. You to can. say that this show, this six episode uh, series, does bring up some really interesting questions and uh, points I wasn't expecting it to, and I think one of the, ult- the best one is that... Appeasement of any kind towards hateful or fascist people is always a losing game. Yeah. You know? Like, this is literally a six episode series of this Nazi being like, oh, fucking. You want to step on my freedom of speech? Yeah. Look, I'm I'm just trying to og you in the fucking marketplace of ideas. <laughs> just hear me out, right now. Uh, and true. the second they leave, he's like, I don't give a shit about that. I'm gonna kill them all the second they get in. But they get in, like, oh, you don't want to give democracy a try? Oh, oh, so much for the tolerant left. Am I right? <laughs> God, uh, and he just does that to the point of massive genocide. I thought yeah. that was like That's a great point. Just, that it's a joke they do it's not necessarily a joke, but it's like a thing they do like four or five times. And I think that's mostly a byproduct of I bet this was more of a um hey, we need you to write this episode, the story, and we need it to be six episodes <laughs> more than it is like I have the story and it has to be six episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So 100%. they were definitely definitely padding so- and repeating things
0: so much bullshit in this fucking series yeah, so, okay, it, it could so, have been an hour
2: here's what i want to <laughs> know then from you guys is like how does this feel story wise show wise you mentioned like the production a little bit but like what how does this feel as a doctor who arc for
1: you uh, it's it's like uh i don't know if you it is a first draft of doctor who like it feels yeah. like there you you touch on some same stuff but it's like there's the the amount, i don't know if just this is the amount of polish that goes into TV now or, or or what have you, but like, yeah, it's very different to have. Uh, I mean, I think in some of these seasons they're putting out like, you know, dozens and dozens of episodes, and like, 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 like in the original one they had like a budget of like fifty thousand uh, dollars, like equivalent fifty thousand dollars. It was like two thousand uh, pounds per episode, and like Whoa. I think just that kind of, it was a crazy amount um, of just just I guess rawness, and you can see like, oh yeah, there's there's a spark here. There's some cool stuff. I can see why you get behind it. I don't know if it's like worth going back to on its They own. made
2: entire episodes of television for an amount of money that could comfortably fit in your pocket. <laughs> yes. That is uh. crazy. Well, with a credit card. Well uh, yeah, yeah. You could yeah, this is like you <laughs> no, d- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
0: I just wanted a mansplain credit card to well, no, <laughs> I uh, Well I uh, I mean I guess
2: I, there are people who probably have fifty thousand dollar limits that could just swipe an episode of Doctor Who, which is crazy um no it, it
0: it the other thing uh, i guess it it is like an early draft but it, it's also cool that like i don't know it you it is the same show which is like one of the cool like you you can draw basically a through line from the early 60s to today yeah. and even that the show is like completely different in production values you know it's still continuity wise the same show which is actually pretty cool that's for, super interesting yeah and, for, for and fiction
2: like, I, you know
3: i think i, I know steven you'll you'll probably fill with me on this uh but like the fact that it has been able to evolve and keep its spirit and yeah uh, it's uh kind of identity when you look at uh, something the way like star trek has been reimagined and is such a different thing nowadays like you know like the old star trek episodes like they didn't have a lot of big budget for big action scenes so they would write like real deep philosophical Stuff and like really good science fiction stories, and this is a really cheap episode of Doctor Who that ends with him like weighing the moral cost benefit of genocide. You know, and they feel like they yeah, still. He do had more benefits nowadays. on
2: that list than I'd expect. So,
0: you know, interestingly, like so this this arc is relatively famous for that scene. Um, yeah when yeah. he is holding the wire and deciding whether to do it or not. Yeah. which is funny because like i've I've always known that, but I had never actually watched it. And when I watched it this time, I was sort of uh, I guess I was probably disappointed by it because I expected more. and also I'm sure that this has been done so many times in every prestige AMC drama at this point now that I'm tired of it. Yeah. but like, um, but at the time i Today sure- on AMC well, People holding wires <laughs> Well if you remember in Breaking Bad When Walter White Was about to commit genocide
2: um, <laughs> the- I do Don Draper like, holding I wires I really enjoyed That episode of uh, Mad Men Where he pulled genocide Out of the trash can And it was a bad idea <laughs>
0: Right, but it was it, you're you're absolutely right. Like, sort of, he had more reasons to do it than not. He basically didn't do it because he got distracted, and then tried to do it, and then it happened by accident, and it's no big deal. Like, well, also it, the genocide I that he was know. talking it,
2: about though was of the Daleks, right? Yeah, and and the, and the Daleks the are, are just Dalek. upside down garbage cans with a um, golf ball glued to them in a plunger yeah. for a well,
3: hand. That's the um. The, the Daleks are the weird organic creatures <laughs> living inside the that lab thing
1: they kind of like look like the, Krang a little bit from Ninja
4: uh, yeah, yeah. The,
3: the Daleks like that the what you're describing is like their armor that he know because he wanted something that would keep him safe and something that would make it so they could never go up or downstairs <laughs> Uh Really thought out the yeah, design there's, there's, there's for that long,
2: protection, like almost an entire episode of uh, the the tiny Nazi raisin uh, grilling Doctor Scarf about all the ways that the Daleks have failed over the years. And at no point did did he just say like water, mud, rocks, uh, a stick in the way, um, <laughs> a slight their, incline. <laughs> yeah, a slight, their batteries ran out. Like there was so many that looked like the most like very impressive guns. But besides that. A really horrible design of a creature.
0: I'm only saying this because someone's going to comment on it, but Daleks can fly. Oh, shit. Yeah, I just. Big change. Keep doing your jokes by just cutting off that person who's going to comment on it. Okay, well, so for the record,
2: they couldn't at this point, uh, presumably because they only had, you know, 10 pounds left to finish filming. But right, uh, they definitely did not even hint at being able to fly in that in this series. So it did seem like he made a t- terrible, terrible design.
3: Yeah, it's also it's one of those things that I, even though I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan, I respect that the show is stuck in so much to the iconography that makes it so famous. Yeah, which I know sounds like uh, duh, but so many shows would have modernize the Dalek to be, like, a sleek Terminator-looking machine in, like, one of the And they'd be sort of
2: understandable because this is the first design and, like, they're going to appear in the future
3: by thousands of years. Like, yeah, make them look cooler. But instead, they just stick to the classic silly design. And even in the later episodes, anytime a Dalek shows up, from what I've seen, they're never played as, like... A silly joke they always played as serious as a hode attack like oh that yeah. is easily the scariest fucking thing <laughs> in this world <laughs> right now it's uh, actually
0: incredible to, to see some of the acting performances especially in the later years when they're they are like so whoa cortana
2: shut up <laughs> whoa we've had two different voice activated uh, women talk to us on this episode already
1: hey siri We're how's it going
0: <laughs> gender balance Okay,
3: Google,
2: who is the best doctor?
3: The good doctor. Duh, we all know that. There's a show currently running on ABC, Alex.
0: Is that a (laughs) spinoff of The Good Wife?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no. No, the good good fight. What is the spinoff of The Good Wife called? It's the The Good Fight the good fight yeah It's part of that yeah and the good place i think also i'm going to say is that it's just part of the good universe and the, uh, show, the, good, the
2: universe. good news yeah that's not jesus right uh, apparently not
1: have you heard it though Good news is <laughs> it's, it's jesus it's pretty good it's
2: I guess pretty good, good. jesus kind of good. a weird phrase there it's the weirdest part of that um I <laughs> Okay, so bring brings back. I actually I do like that all of the that we had so many times talking to voice assistants because in this awesome '70s way, when the Nazi raisin introduces the Daleks for the first time to his staff, they've never seen it before. It's it's just the best scientists on the planet, and he brings them out, and they're not like a murder machine. Their first thing is like the first scientist goes, "Wow, he's mastered voice control. Incredible."
1: It's so, pretty hard.
2: I know. It's very it's very fitting that uh, all of our voice assistants have been piping up, you know. <laughs> they're, like,
1: they're, like, they're like, yeah, yeah well, we can do Daleks all the time now.
2: Yeah, it's actually natural language processing is very hard.
0: Well, do you think Daleks will be like saying, hey, how can I help when we didn't
1: actually say Daleks? Yeah, yeah. Said, yeah. Boy, uh, like that all dog the time lick. the Daleks are like,
2: no, I can't set two timers at the same time. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but,
1: all the time we're talking about dog licks, Stephen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You've seen my dog. Yeah, it's true. It's pretty licky. So it's a licky dog.
0: She, I taught her. She knows the word kisso now. So I'll say, "Hey, go give Mama a kisso," and she'll jump up on the bed and give her. Why would you give her
1: an extra syllable when you didn't need to? Because she's a dog. That's true. She doesn't know. Good answer. Good answer. You mean? You mean
2: it's weird that he added an extra syllable for that command? He was going to give a (laughs) dog-o? That's right. Um, All right. So uh, I guess. Well, actually, you know what? This is a good. This is a good pause. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about overall how we feel about it and how we how we read it in, in our own universes as well as its own. Uh, so we're gonna thank a beat buddy, and then we'll be right back with more classic Doctor Who. now it's time to thank a meat buddy we have a new meat buddy this week and uh, as you uh, all know at home meat buddies are our generous fabulous kind-hearted listeners who donate to help keep the show floating down the tracks this is from hannah in cleveland who just became a meat buddy and hannah says this i found you all about six months ago via pack your mics for those of you listening at home that's our spinoff podcast about top chef uh, over the past six months, I've gone deep on your back catalog, and as of this morning, I've listened to all 490 wow. episodes.
1: Oh, wow. man. Jesus Christ. Achievement Hannah. unlocked.
2: Oh, man. I wish there was more to offer like you a for t-shirt that.
0: T-shirt or something?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we made T-shirts, we would do that. We should make a T-shirt for that.
3: I listened to all 490 episodes of the Blank Check podcast, and all I got was... And this you had feature.
2: to take a quiz, a comprehension quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. people would just lie to get yeah. a free shitty t-shirt. I don't think I want to encourage this behavior, really, so I don't know. You want to discourage uh, people from <laughs> listening to the show? Interesting uh, move. I like it. I
1: think people... Yeah. tell me more sir i really want to know
2: i'm I not like the first one to say like don't listen to my uh, early work from 10 plus years
1: ago some of ago. those were my best shows well like, it, if only you had opened yourself up to this kind of discussion of whether or not something holds up oh wait <laughs> you did
2: <laughs> well i can tell you no that's simply easy answer they most of them do not but uh hannah continues i don't really want to consider how much time i've spent with you all talking to my ears well i'll give you a hint 490 hours anyway um uh but here we are oh and then she paused to do the math turns out it's three weeks from wow. listening so that's something dang uh a few things she one thing she noticed along the way is that she does hate the phrase meat buddy and says I know I'm not alone and I disagree you're definitely alone it's a great actually Tanya Probably. Hated it, I think yeah um, she wanted not alone. To be thoroughbreds so you're in you're in good company with Tanya but nobody else everyone else agrees with me it's fun name no this, if you know anything about the show it's that we don't Make decisions based on what might be good.
1: No, I know. I guess what I'm trying to say is we can be, she can be right. They can be right that it's not a good name, but it is still the canon name. Oh, yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. yes. I agree that it's not a good name, but I don't hate it, if that makes sense. Okay.
1: Uh, Although, Uh, you can be alternate alternate names. Uh, How about. uh, It's two words. Everyone think of one word, okay? And we'll just smash them together and see what we get. All right. I got one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got stapler. Tallahassee. Chewing gum.
3: Oh. all right.
1: Okay, so you gotta be a uh, yeah a, a Tallahassee staplers and oh. the the shipping chewing gums. The shipping um, gum. If, chewing ships? ship. Shipping gums. If you want to be either of those, we will produce those as such.
2: Uh. <laughs> Actually, this this, sentence, this cool. might actually help us uh, okay. change the name. Um, I always hated the phrase Meat Buddy, which stopped me from donating for a long time.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Would you donate? All right. So let us know if you'd like to give more money as uh, Tallahassee Staplers or <laughs> shipping Gums. <laughs> I would
2: also say for new Meat Buddies, you can decide what all of our uh, Meat Buddies are called for until the next person. So that might be an incentive. We'll be whatever you want. Uh, um, let's see. So anyway, let's, let's we'll moving along. Um, uh, oh, what two things that we're gonna do for Hannah we're, before we get to her pep talk. Hannah wanted to say, um, uh, I know you guys were sponsored by Audible for a while, but I really uh, have never heard a better argument for libraries than your show. And um, Hmm. so obviously, and she's a librarian, so that's obviously a little bit biased, but um, every time you guys tell people not to read a terrible book, but if they do, we tell them to get it on Amazon, I wanted to yell, no, use your public library. Not only are you not supporting the author with the royalties, but at the same time, you are supporting your
1: library. Can we switch to, 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 hey, go to a library. Yeah. uh, Go to LibreVazon, which is the
4: the, library right
1: next to the library. library. (laughs) Yeah we'll we'll redirect you automatically if you go to yeah that library.
2: yeah it does feel weird to be like i want like you want to read a thing but you want to intentionally not give the author money so you're going to a library that's kind of a bizarre feel. i like it uh, but yeah t- today's episode is uh, sponsored by all of our fabulous meat buddies and libraries check out a library
1: they just like have stuff you can borrow And all of our Tallahassee staplers and all of our shipping gums.
2: All right. So uh, anyway, uh, speaking of being a librarian, uh, Hannah just became one. So uh, she would like a pep talk. So we're going to give a brief pep talk. Um, She just uh, a week and a half ago, I believe, uh, started a new job as a librarian. And she's super excited. It's the exact job she wanted. She's a bit nervous about it because it's her first actual librarian job. And she's still working on her master's. So brief pep talk for Hannah for becoming
1: a new meat buddy and a new librarian. Um, okay. So I I just, I think I heard this on, uh, this American life, maybe where Mm -hmm. libraries are the only place in the world where you don't have to believe anything or buy anything. And so that is one very cool. And two, that means that basically there's no actual competition for the service you're providing. Yes. Which means like, you can't like, you're pretty much good, you know? Yeah. Until someone
2: opens a bookstore where they're like, we will pay you a dollar a book to take them. You're winning on price.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, also I remember my, uh, children's librarian, uh, Holly, she was awesome. Oh, uh, wow. and I went back and, uh, and saw her relatively recently within the last like, couple of years with my son. And, um, maybe that's the thing you can get in like 30 years or so if you keep up with that. So like uh, shout out on a podcast. Could, yeah. And generations of kids.
3: Well, I, I think that if you're choosing to work at a library in 2019, you're fully aware of how like important and awesome and underappreciated libraries are and yeah. I, I don't think any of us have to tell you that that we as a society really fucking take libraries for granted yeah uh i know i personally do yeah. uh i definitely uh my wife and i in the last year or two have made an effort to go a few times a year uh but we definitely should go more but i i think that like Thank you for holding up that torch yeah. and doing that still. Like, yeah. I just that shit like that makes me so happy, especially when I think that it's very easy to get cynical and jaded and not think about working in a, a sector that does mostly public goods or, you know, like that. Uh, so it's it's awesome. Thank you.
2: Yeah. I, I feel like um, uh, maybe, maybe this will also help that as, as an actual librarian, I know it is a customer-facing job. And for my friends who have become librarians, sometimes the customers can be a little bit difficult. And one thing that I think is awesome about your job, is make you feel a little better about it, the customer service aspect, is that uh, because the product is free. They'll probably uh, be you uh, already pay your ticket, taxes, you sir. Pay, uh, so. But I spent my money on this. It's always going to mm. be, the, you know what, this was free, so get out of here.
1: Oh, uh, go ahead. Oh, well, so I just, there's been some like studies also about like how incredible the return on investment is uh, money that's put into libraries. So I think one of the ones I'm seeing right now is $8.80 $8. return for every dollar spent. I so, knew it. Like, whatever. Even though I have been, haven't
0: chimed in yet, in I libraries? knew it. I knew well, it.
1: This I mean, this right. I'm telling Zion Advisor to redirect
2: it. all my funds into <laughs> libraries. <laughs> just, um,
1: yeah, uh, I don't know oh. if you can pay more, but well, I then guess I expect to get eight
2: dollars and eighty cents back for each dollar in taxes I paid.
1: Okay, what happened? I don't know how to help you there. I don't even think you have a financial advisor, though. Also, so I think it's pretty moot.
2: <laughs> well, wait a minute. <laughs> right, wait, did you say Sorry, I think I made? Kind of what I'm you
1: not, said. Did I say I had one? <laughs> no, but I believe that you do. I do. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, I didn't hear it your question. I, didn't hear quiet on. I okay, don't you have a financial advisor, do. but I have access to financial help services. <laughs>
1: huh. Oh, okay. I was waiting
2: uh, for you to say yes or no, and then no one said anything from me. Yeah,
1: I, I was waiting for you that to say right, yes or right. no. <laughs> What did you did?
2: Did you actually cut out, or were you on the phone with your financial advisor?
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> At your library, okay. No, but what I was trying to say is, whatever uh, you know. For so, if you you know, if a librarian were to, for example, imagine their salary and then multiply that by nine, that is how much they're worth like to their community, and that's pretty incredible. That oh, I'm that's assuming that's a good, a good number. Um, I,
2: yeah. I don't think we have to convince Hannah of how great libraries are. Obviously, she decided to get the always a good investment master's degree in library sciences. So, the but I, I think maybe instead of this pep talk being for Hannah, what we're actually doing is we're giving libraries a pep talk. Like, believe in yourself. I heard a good yeah, podcast I mean, about you.
3: They need yeah. it right now. What the only the only thing you ever hear about libraries anymore is people forgetting that they exist and that it's where old people go to watch porn on the internet. <laughs> right? So I'm out here, I'm out here waving that flag. That poor, libraries are worth. I like places that you can do at least another ten other things besides those two things at them. And I I was one of those wh- people. Which That's one? Wait, That's wait, was wait.
4: watching. it. <laughs> <laughs> Not the porn watching. Um,
2: there was a good 99 uh, invisible about libraries recently um and and how great they are so it's it, this is in the ethos people are on your side at libraries and hannah it's all it's all getting better
0: so you can and there's also people at home who are like oh, but i listen to audiobooks or i do uh, my kindle you can get those things yeah
1: for thing. you can. It can i do
3: I can do yeah, it. You, yeah. you can rent video and games do. and Blu-rays at the library. It's oh, dope as fuck. It's GameFly. Yeah. It's basically. Wait, my game library fly. Have video
1: games. Yours oh. do? Yes. Wow. Have you have yeah. you asked? I guess I didn't.
3: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that my video my library had a video game section until my wife was like, "You know they have video games here?" I was like, "What? Crazy? What? Yeah, like a small selection of PS4 and Xbox games and like a few like Wii ones. It's pretty neat." No, I, I mean, no, I mean, I didn't look again. I haven't been in a while, cause I am a bad hypocrite. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs>
1: well, at least you're at least you're a bad a hypocrite. Bad one. I mean, it's I, it's
3: no one wants so to be a, a really
2: hypocrite. stellar hypocrite. That's mm. a good point. All, All right, right. right. Anyway, I'm uh, a piece
3: of shit. Is that I, what you wanted to hear, Alec?
2: That's <laughs> well, that's what we got. <laughs> that is that's your that's your pep that's talk, pep Anthony okay. is a piece of shit. And if you guys want a great, never fails. <laughs> always makes you feel better pep talk just like no refunds pep talk no (laughs) refunds because you don't want them uh you can become a new chewing gum shipper um by going to redistribute.com slash meat buddies or a
1: tallahassee stapler (laughs) all all
3: possible uh you can
1: get a pep talk anyone
3: point out that chewing gum shippers it has to be a real internet group of people who just ship chewing gum brands <laughs> together. Like I think Wrigley's in orbit. Really, oh, the I want no. I, I definitely
2: feel like Wrigley and the and those two uh, the Double mint twins. Oh no, I want Juicy Fruit and Doublemint. Okay, Double mint <laughs> twins and
1: Juicy. Not Fruit. a lot of cohesion in this chewing gum shipping group. Guys. Oh no, what's
3: the, that's wait. the beauty of shipping, right? You really see who's who. I when, I ship anybody the with ship that the with fan. that zebra
1: yeah.
2: who chews gum and then turns colorful do you guys remember that Uh, yes yeah Yeah, crazy crazy stripe stripe thing okay anyway
1: thanks (laughs) hannah guys i think we nailed it
2: (laughs) nailed another one (laughs) before we go uh just to wrap things up now um we're gonna just normally. Uh, this is does it hold up month? Or this is the end really of does it hold up uh, movies for a little while and TV shows. So, um, but because none of us had actually seen these episodes before, the re- the question really is: uh, classic Doctor Who,
1: does it fuck? I think we didn't replace that with something else later. Nope. Well, we meant to. Everyone think of a word. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: anyway, does it? staple so yeah how um, i like that <laughs> it's staples it's staples do you ship this tv show all right the question is that classic dr Who does it staple um i'm gonna start with me i'm gonna go first because i know nothing um i liked it i think i think i liked it um it is weird uh very weird uh uh real campy um it did feel a little bit rushed um but I do see the I see some potential in it. I do like a scarf-wearing time traveler. I like, uh, uh, I like a I like a self-contained six-episode mini arc. That's always fun, and they did a lot of those apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, what a I don't weird know. way to your heart. I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I don't. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse it's the way me. to my heart, Stephen. Mm. Um, I I don't know I mean like there were things about this that I genuinely enjoyed uh, and uh, like I definitely am not like gonna go download the first 11 seasons Um, and it does seem like it's hard to enter I like I this is a problem with us or having 490 episodes like except for Hannah and a few other people no one's like I'm I'm gonna sit down and listen to or watch all 50 years of this so I'm a little intimidated so maybe I'll just start with new doctor and just see if she's my doctor
1: Mm, yes Reddit what were you gonna say no, I just like I you know what I think anyway like if you if you get any like it then you'll like at some point if it's if it if it's if it's if it's for you you will like it and then you'll want to go back and if it's not for you that's like still a good test.
2: I mean, you specifically said it's like hard to like get into a new doctor, so I kind of yeah. feel like if <laughs> if this is my doctor, it's my doctor. It's what I have to live and die with.
1: Well, uh, I think it's also that it takes maybe like a season or maybe one or two seasons for the like the to get, figure out, like, why this Doctor is different as well. Right, for her and to get like
2: her sea to... hearts. <laughs>
1: yes. Thank you.
2: All right. Um, uh, Anthony, yeah. I'm going to go with you next. Uh, classic Doctor Who does a staple.
3: Uh, yeah, I definitely thought this stapled. I thought it held the papers together. It was nice and sturdy. Didn't, requ- didn't require a lot of metal, which I enjoyed. But it's strong. It bends at the end. You bend it in. It's clever. Uh, no, uh... Yeah, I I thought this was a pretty enjoyable sit. Uh, it's like I said, very campy. There's a real like earnestness to like really scrappy work that you know I love. Yeah, I do. Um, if if anything, I think that this was actually easier to get into than like the sort of like early reboot stuff because I think the like those look better in some ways, but look worse because they're trying to do like a lot of early. And bad TV CG or bad sets, and like this, the sets look so much like they were filmed in someone's garage on like a high school production budget that it's just kind of charming. Would they and have really to run away from them? the giant
2: clams? They have to pretend to be scared of <laughs> yeah. those clams that never move in that not last scene. Not no. cl- even. Yeah. What were they afraid of?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we barely it, got know, out of that. Those are absolutely clams from the production that whatever shoots down the hall from them. That was like, (laughs) hey, can we use those clams? You're not using them anymore, right? Get them the
1: fuck out here. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah, BBC One's clam time for sure.
3: Yeah, it was just like, uh, well, actually, Anthony, I
1: I think you're really overcomplicating it. Uh, The more obvious answer. Oh, no. Please stop. (laughs) Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. According stop. to Lopez, I'll give you razor. anything, anything in the world to stop the sentence before it keeps on yeah. going.
3: Well, uh, nothing thing? anyway. I, I really <laughs> love, I love about this show, uh, and you can't really do this in the current hour long TV format, but there's something about like 24 minute episodes that allows you to build to very dramatic cliffhangers. Yeah, that uh, is fun. Like ev- every one of these episodes ends on like, this ridiculous heightened moment that is immediately resolved in the first 15 seconds of the next episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're and they're like,
2: perfectly cut screams.
3: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I liked all of those cliffhangers. Yeah, that all right,
2: that's pretty solid. Uh mostly staples. Uh Ezra, classic director who does a staple.
1: Um I don't know if this would have done it for me like had I not have any background for it, but I guess like because this is kind of a cool like it felt like this is like a uh, like a a featurette of a of a movie that I liked basically, where it's yeah. like oh this is like the making of this is the making of the Daleks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess this is like a maybe a, a, a beaten up but still pretty effective like 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 r- like red like swing line like kind of like uh, sta- stapler uh, for me with a couple of good staples in it. Uh, so yeah, like it was kind of like it was more like a oh oh yeah this kind of this makes sense and, and like kind of seeing all the pieces fall together. Um, I don't think this is my first introduction. I would be like, "Oh, I need to watch everything." This is like has ever been, you know, time based uh, uh, in England for fifty years. Uh, But this was enough for me, and I liked. uh, Yeah, I don't. You don't get a lot of like that. Really, kind of can't like can't be serialized. Like you know, like yeah, twenty five minute cliffhanger thing is like kind of a delight. I uh,
2: I'm gonna say that's like a mostly staples. Uh, Mostly staples. Yes. All right. As the, it seems like the biggest Doctor Who fan on the show, does it staple? Uh,
0: I don't think it really staples, but I think, but I think it, uh, it's imagine if it's like an office stapler that got a lot of love in the past Uh and Mm -hmm. uh, it got used up and then, then somebody bought a new stapler that's like a newer model of that stapler and the old, yeah, sta- I'm with staple, you. old stapler could still staple, but like couldn't really do more than like four or five pages at a time. I would jam a lot and whatnot. But so everybody uses that old one, but or the new one, but sometimes you just like to like, you know, staple with the old one.
2: So this isn't a situation it, where like you get an electric stapler and it's always broken and jammed and people are like going with the old reliable swing line instead.
0: No, this is Ooh, another this- swing line that's newer.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. isn't this also like you maybe started in '05, so like you have those old employees who are like, "This new stapler's just not as good as this old one." Let me tell you why. Yeah, it's have a yeah. lot of good memories with this old stapler. Yeah, you know exactly. Uh, While well, everybody else is like, "That
0: stapler is so fast," and there's a woman in it. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, no, Which I'm
2: normally okay about. But. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's weird. For the amount of time I've devoted to Doctor Who, Like, I, I think the highs of Doctor Who are really, really high and the lows are really, really low. And uh, mm. and I'd say that a lot of it is in the middle. But like the, the best episodes of it are like some of my favorite TV moments of the last decade or mm-hmm. so. But then there's a lot of filler and some just really embarrassing stuff, too.
2: I am a little sad that you didn't like it more. I was sort of hoping you would love it. I um, I sorry. It's fine. So, how many episodes are there in the world? Oof. There's a
0: lot that are lost.
2: Oh wait, here we are. Really? Uh, yeah. 851 um as of January 2019. Um
0: do you think you can catch up?
2: I don't. I would never even listen I mean, to 400 we passed episodes the Simpsons, of our episode us. So. Oh, man. It, I do think, actually, it's a real problem being kind of a completist because it does make stuff like this. Like, I can't just, like, watch the middle of the scene. I couldn't just turn on an episode right now, I don't think.
1: You'd uh, be totally fine to, like... I mean, like, if you start with the yeah, the 2005, that's, like...
4: That's like 11 seasons. Yeah, That's it's it, 11
2: yeah. seasons. I, if somebody tells – and it's also still going. At this point, basically, I will only agree to watch a show that somebody recommends if it's already canceled because I know – No,
1: I know what you mean. Okay, but it's not coming back until 2020, and so you definitely have some time to catch up. Oh, jeez. I also think I, – yeah,
3: I mean – I think that <laughs>
1: you can
0: – you don't need to know so much of the past, though. It's like an extra treasure for it, but like – Honestly, just if you just watch some of the good episodes, I think it's it's almost like the Twilight Zone. Even though I know that's obviously like an anthology series, but like it's what's fun about it is just like cool, creative science fiction and and the you know human elements that come from that.
3: Well, and you can just think of all the changing doctors as that doctor getting canceled, you know, and just that story <laughs> wrapped up. I know that cancel white. rule you have was really like. Really made it like tough because you were so excited to finally get around to watching Last Man Standing, but then Fox brought it oh, back. God really yeah, yeah, damn! Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, section. you're you're finally gonna watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, then NBC mm-hmm. picked it up, and you were like, God damn it! NBC. I was
2: I was just watching you the and end of the
4: new right. season <laughs> of Arrested Development uh-huh. the
2: other day. And I even like the Netflix ones more than a lot of people seem to like them. But I I do have this feeling like maybe the last few years we've done enough experimenting and we've learned you should not uncancel a show.
1: I 100% so agree. This, this is what we learned from, like, uh, from Pet Cemetery, right? Like something should like, just stay dead. I don't, Sometimes dead is I, better.
2: I have not seen Pet Cemetery yeah. uh, because they spell it wrong. But um, I assume that I get
1: the Wait, function- did you think it was supposed to be about Pete? <laughs> it was like this guy named Pete <laughs> It was <laughs> a cemetery. <laughs>
3: It's the Pizza. sequel to Pete's Dragon. It's Pete's <laughs> Cemetery. The,
4: the, the sad story it's about all in after the, the Pete, Dragon Pete Universe.
2: Died. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back again next week. Next week we are starting the official Read and Weep Summer of Fun. So for the next three months, we are going to be mostly reviewing experiences instead of movies and TV and checking to see if they hold up or if they staple. Uh, so we're going to be doing uh, just a bunch of really interesting things. We're going to be talking about fast food one day. Uh, we're gonna be, uh, uh, going to be going to some some schoolyard games. We might do some tetherball. Um uh, we got maybe some mini golf, maybe a water park. There's so many fun things. And uh, the Meat Buddies are going to help vote on this, too. So they're going to help decide what we should go check out. Um, oh, actually, really quick on the Tetherball note. The other, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Tetherball, uh, mm-hmm. if you may recall. And yes. uh, my sister texted me, who has a, has a kid in um, school age now. Uh, I said, um, uh, if you do schoolyard games, you should know that the hip new thing is Gaga Ball. And I said, "What is
1: that?" And she said, "Oh, did I see this in? Um, I don't know. No, I think I saw this in an episode <laughs> of uh, Bob's Burgers."
2: Well, apparently, uh, my nephew's yes. school is very proud of themselves for having a Gaga Ball Pit. It's a pit.
1: Yeah. What is don't it? Know? No, it's so it's it's like dodgeball a little bit, but you just slap it, basically, and roll it on the ground. You what? Like you slap the ball rolling on the ground. You don't throw the ball. So if you, if you look at just, like, Gaga Ball on Bob's Burgers, like you find a YouTube clip, um, it's it's you'll have an animated explainer of it.
2: Okay. But you're trying to dodge it, or you're trying to slap it?
1: You're trying to slap it. Oh, and make people um, dodge it. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, hit someone else with it.
2: Okay, this looks kind of fun. I'd play this. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, anyway, so we might do that, too. We might do a little compare-contrast, see if D- Gaga Ball holds up or staples. Anyway, we have so much fun stuff coming up. So, uh... Uh, Please stick around for that. And if you're a meat buddy, get in there and vote on your favorite uh, summertime childhood activities. And we're going to see if they hold up for us and for you. So uh, all of that and more in our summer of fun. Laser tag. I'm so excited about it. All right. um, Kerfuffle. Damn it. That was my. I had written down. Call back kerfuffle as you say goodbye. As (laughs) jump the gun. You know what
1: this is, Alex.
2: (laughs) Sexual. A weird No, it's a, oh. it's a kerfuffle.
1: It's a kerfuffle. I gave it right there for you. <laughs> I
2: thought you were doing the other one. I thought you were like, nope, this is, I can't figure out what a kerfuffle is. It's a weird second.
1: <laughs> Lopez's razor.
2: All right, so uh, thanks, oh, no. uh, thanks for being here, Anthony, and for creating a new razor for us. Hey, anytime. Uh, thanks for being here, Ez. Yep. And uh, Stephen Carter, thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming back as you thanks. continue your decline into villainy. And, uh, yes.
0: There. I've, by the way, I planted a bomb in the podcast. So.
2: Uh, uh, jokes on you. We've been putting bombs in this show for years. <laughs>
0: oh, oh. damn it. I set you up. Like any good villain, I actually made you more. Of a
2: <laughs> no, I'm. Yeah, I meant that as more of a. Uh, You're both the villain, guys.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about bad jokes.
2: Yeah, that's what I means. We've been just just been doing badly for a long time.
0: Oh, I. Yeah, no, I know.
2: Okay, good. (laughs) This is
1: better the more you explain it. Please keep all of this in. Anyway. Bomb bomb,
0: bomb means bad joke, so. (laughs) Uh,
2: Thank you. We'll, We'll talk to everybody next week. Take care. Goodbye.